Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the American Maiden Page Show. Let's keep it casual today. How are you feeling today, Professor Dreg? Sometimes I feel like I don't ask you that every time you start the show. <laughs> well, you know, I'm doing all right. I always, you know, in reality, I always try it. Well, not try. I keep myself out of five. All what? the time. Yeah, Why I'm always out of five. Because in the old days, I was always at a 10. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, if you're out of ten, something happens and you're going to prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Life like that. But it's just, it's a survival instinct. Like, you don't realize, like, how amped you are all the time until something bad happens. And then I used to have a tendency of overreacting. Ah. But, you know, but then. You didn't have anger there. or temper problems, did you? Or you might have. Well, they call it temper problems, but or anger issues or something like that. But in reality, this is just how you have to survive because you never know. Uh, you know, you just never know what somebody's intentions are. Of course. <laughs> you know, I got to say, you know, we're. I, I just want to take this time to kind of let you know that people have been writing to me, right? And they love Professor Dreg. I get emails from people saying, dude, I love Professor Dreg. What's he about? We don't know anything about him except for the fact that he's kind of mysterious. And that's the truth. People don't know anything about you. I get people emailing me asking me, you know, if I can pray for Professor Dreg, hopes he finds God. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. It's a good thing. Like we're getting a good mix of people that are like older folks that are, you know, Christians, no, getting true, atheists. Bro. No, I'm getting some people that are just like, who the hell is this guy? Get him off the podcast. And that's a good thing. No, but see, but I was expecting more negative feedback because, you know, uh, what, the, the people who have negative feedback for me, at least from my perspective, are less likely to write me. I'll just say that off the bat. So. Well, I mean, but here's the well, two things. People have been praying for me since I was a kid, and I don't think it's ever worked. I mean, no, because I'm two things I know <laughs> for what I've done in my past. There is no way I'm going to heaven, even if heaven existed. I don't think I'd be able to get in. And two, uh, yeah, you know, like that. But it it is nice to hear negative feedback because uh, it's opposing views. You know, when people agree with you, it's it's really it's easy. I, mean, I don't know. It's 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 easy to accept. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. But you don't really grow like I've. Well, okay. So part of my success, yeah, has always been challenging my beliefs. I mean, if you don't challenge your beliefs all the time, then you fall. You know, I don't want to say you're going to be a sucker one day, but you know what I mean? Because like if everybody agrees with you all the time or you just keep agreeing, 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 you're going to agree to something really bad. I, I agree with that. And I think that that segues really well into what we may talk about today, because uh, I think even just since we started this podcast, my view on conservatism 
and just the right and the left has dragged. Remember our first episode? Let's just talk for a second. Our first episode was defining the political spectrum, right? Yeah. And the truth is there are progressive Republicans and progressive Democrats. And when people hear that, they go, no, how can you say that? If you're a Republican, you're one thing, you're a Democrat, you're another. But now I've started to realize, and I think it's also shown in my videos, right? I did a video where I talked about Farrakhan. I had some people disagree with me and they go like, how can you talk about Farrakhan? It's like, Dude, your yeah. video was spot on. I don't know how anyone could disagree with that. You see that because you know better. But some people were just like, no, Farrakhan's evil. Farrakhan's, I mean, yeah, he says some bad stuff. But mean, he is evil, people. but at the same but he's time, he's a conservative. conservative evil. He's a conservative. <laughs> I just want to say that, like, I hope that people who have been listening to us, because, dude, we're on episode 24 now. Can you believe that? 24 God, episodes in. Isn't this great? And it's growing. What I want to say to our listeners is that for those of you who have been listening to us steadily, the term conservative and progressive can be applied interchangeably, regardless if you're on the right or the left, Democrat or Republican. It's all about core values and essentially laws of nature, right? How you go about the world. Farrakhan is a conservative. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get back to what you, you literally just said something so important. Laws of nature. Now, there's a debate about the laws of nature. The first laws of nature that everybody, you know, as they say, not me, but most people say the simpletons believe that if you believe in the laws of nature as described in Genesis, you know, you're a simpleton, but that's one way of looking at the laws of nature. The other laws of nature is described as what Darwin says. And and that's where progressives, I mean, every progressive, will believe in the laws of nature based on Darwin. And then the other half will be the people who believe in the laws of nature based on Genesis. And then, you know, if you're a conservative atheist like myself, you just don't believe in the laws of nature at all. You just got to make up your own rules because you're your own God. But no, but after reading Genesis, I know that that's the real law. Like the laws of nature described in Genesis answers every single question we have about our beginnings, our origins. It's just, you know, mathematically we've proved it. But the thing is, you know, no, nobody could ever say for sure because we've never, I mean, I wasn't there. You know, I'm not like 5 billion years old. <laughs> you know, I'm not. And I, you know, I'm no one on the, on the planet could ever say they've seen a gray whale be born a thousand years ago. Not one person. You know what? I think those are like those, uh, not that, uh, it's a certain type of gray whale that lives to, geez, we don't even know how old these whales live up to. Uh, But man, they caught, not caught one, but they caught that one whale. It's 1100 years old. 1100 year old whales. It's also another animal like that is also a giant squid. People are always just like, you know, 600-year-old giant squids or whatever. And those are are thought to be mythical creatures, just to reminisce for a second. But there was one off the coast of Japan or whatever that was caught on camera. And it's like, (laughs) it's something like 500 years old and it's huge. Like, it's like the biggest red squid you've ever seen. No, but can you imagine that? Like, you've lived for 500 years old and you're some fisherman's net. (laughs) No, but see, but that's why... I mean, it doesn't specifically say so about hunting, but God didn't want us to be hunter-gatherers. He didn't. He wanted us to be farmers. That's why he created, according to the Bible, because it makes perfect sense. All the people from the sixth day were hunters. 
just like those dudes from Japan killing a 500-year-old squid. I mean, come on. You're 500 years old. Can you imagine your life, what you've seen in the ocean, all the, like, all the changes you went through just to be in some idiot's nest or net? You know what I mean? That's like, man, when you think about things like, think about that. You're an 1,100-year-old whale and some stupid Eskimo with no teeth is running around on their snowmobiles and, 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 and super guns, you know what I mean? Shooting at you, you know, just to, come on, you know, I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, there's something inherently wrong about hunting just for the sake of hunting. Cause I know guys hunt for population control. That's a kind of, that's a type of farming actually, but either way. So going back to well, our, well, no, no. So hunter gatherer, and then, I want to touch on a point because this is talked about constantly in even the book of Genesis with uh, early people in that book, right? Where they talk about Cain and Abel, talk about Adam and Eve. It's not about hunter gathering. And because I know what most of our listeners would be thinking of right now, they'd be like, well, then how did you get your meat? Well, they farmed animals. They kept livestock and that's different. From- no, but that it's literally said in the Bible. Yeah, I know, but people don't know that. That's why I'm saying this now. So created Adam and Eve to till the ground and something with the animals. But but tend but the livestock. Funny. Tend the livestock. Yeah, you don't yeah. go out and hunt it. You tend livestock. You raise livestock. And then at a certain point, you kill it or it dies and then you eat it, right? No, but that's literally another way of saying farming. Yeah, yeah, farming. <laughs> farming animals, yeah. No, but people think people think that all animals, it's like, oh, well, you had to go out and kill your own cow to, you know, but it's, no, you, you raised no, livestock. See, people are idiotic. That's the thing that blows me away, how stupid people are, because it literally doesn't say farming. And it's, it just, because if you look up farming in the dictionary, it'll give a definition. The definition is in the Bible. And that's the thing that blows me away. It's like, guys, don't argue with me because... <laughs> we all know what farming is. You know what I mean? And, and th- just because they didn't use the literal word of farming, they just gave the definition of farming instead. I said, that's just what we do. We simplify things and we, you know, we turn things into one word. Um, you know, we make our language simpler. That's what yeah, we do. I-, I would be really curious to see you read on in Genesis and talk about Noah's Ark and the flood. Oh, that- no. I'm s- okay. So I'm stuck. And I'm not stuck on that, but. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, because there's something, something missing. And, uh, okay, so Noah's grandfather is key to Noah's survival and why Noah was chosen. But they don't go into detail. And there, it's like a whole thing is missing. And I'm thinking, because that's the day when, when God decided to just wipe everybody out and say, you know what? No more hunter gatherers, no more giants. No more crazy people. I'm going to give Noah a chance. And I'm telling you, uh, his grandfather, Enoch, somehow, someway, he's connected to his survival. Like he, he, Enoch, Enoch, you're not wrong because if, I don't think Enoch was, uh, I got to check the genealogy. So I may be wrong here. For, forgive me, guys, if I'm missing. Enoch was taken away. Enoch didn't live to die. God took him away after a few years on the planet because he, According to the Bible, he uh, walked with God. So he only lived like 300 years as opposed to living 900 years, and then God took him away. Yeah, but some, he saved Noah. That's his grandfather. And there's like something, it doesn't make any sense, and I'm thinking, shit, they took something out. <laughs> because there's a whole thing missing between why Enoch said to save Noah. 
because everybody was pretty much banned, but then somehow well, some Noah, way, Noah and his, his sons and their wives and stuff. So he had yeah. a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then everybody else that whoever Noah chose, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I guess, yeah, but it was like a weird thing. I'm thinking this, they jumped. And I don't know if somebody took it out or removed it, but, you know, they're hiding something from us. Who's I mean, they? without a doubt. I mean, because think about this. If, if Enoch was able to walk with God, then it kind of proves my point that you can. Well, I mean, I, this, this is like some crazy. Well, when we say stuff. walk with God, what we mean is you obeyed. You, you, were, you were obedient to God and you were righteous. That's what yeah, it means. But I also believe just from reading this book that he actually met God, like literally was with God. Something happened where he possible. witnessed something. He witnessed something. And, it, it, and then that's what, you know, because, you know, why did God take him away? <laughs> I think God was literally there. And then he took off and he goes, hey, guess what? Let's save Noah. Noah's, you know, because when you're, when you're dealing with, because it's why did he skip a generation? See, because why not protect Noah's dad? Huh. but the point i'm well i mean i don't know but i believe he was with god and and because of that time moved so fast that noah's dad was already dead you know what i mean so like all those so it's like well you know what my grandson <laughs> he's still there you're you know and and but anyway but, but by we, the time of the ark noah was already like at least 100 if not 500 years old or something well see that's my point so his dad would have been dead in theory you know, because everybody's living such an I old age. So his yeah, dad- but I, I'm serious. Like in the future, because I know we we keep talking about the Bible. I feel like the Bible gets now on this show. The Bible gets brought up every episode. That's what I'm most interested in. I mean, no, I'm interested know. in it too. But we, but but here's the thing. Like this is that's why this podcast. Hey, I mean, people like it, and actually, this is where people are going to be like, "You believe in the Bible?" But that will be a good thing because this actually leads into my point where we talk about the concept of conservatism, because if you think that all the natural laws, right, are defined in Genesis, let's see how we can bring that into a perspective today where we define how people look at conservatism. Because Louis Farrakhan, right? Let's talk, like, I want to talk black conservatives because I sent you that video about just- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, but this is all related because Farrakhan is a conservative, even though I guess when people look at him from a political alignment standpoint, they think Democrat. And then you know how people are. They don't think for themselves. So they think on the left and everything, but Farrakhan conservative and Jesse Lee Peterson, a conservative. Now these are two black conservatives, right? From your perspective, like what, what is it about them that makes them conservative, makes them similar and different. Now, Jesse Lee Peterson, I know we talked about him briefly. You think he's a, eh, but you know, (laughs) Yeah, no, no, but see, but some of his, I think earlier in his career, he was more hardcore. I just think he's lightened up since he's gotten older. And that's just what happens with age. You just lighten up as you get older. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. You know, which is great. Yeah. I love Jesse Lee Peterson. Okay, but here's my thing. And, and, because uh, like yesterday we were talking about the Tiger Moms a little bit. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. I will defend a Tiger Mom before I will defend a black conservative. And, and Why? I. Because Asian tiger moms are effective for their community. <laughs> They're effective people. They, you know, as much psychological damage it might do to their kids, at least those kids grow up to be successful. 
But then black conservatives, whether it's Farrakhan and, and, and I actually have more respect for Farrakhan than I do Jesse Lee Peterson, uh, because Farrakhan, you know, think about, I mean, okay, so here's, I'm going to compare and contrast Farrakhan with Jesse Lee Peterson. And, but here's the sad thing. Farrakhan deep down inside is an evil, evil man. I mean, he is evil. He's evil. Yeah. And well, I mean, cause you know, he killed somebody and then, you know, and well, I don't want to, okay. Like when I say he killed somebody, he killed Malcolm X and uh, you know, for what? Because Malcolm X was going to expose the truth. I don't know. But the point is, and he's done a lot of things like that. So <laughs> original then, gangster just like abraham lincoln was a gangster george washington was a gangster it, well you know and that's well they were all criminals <laughs> it's just, just yeah. a, it's a reality it's that's a reality. reality they broke the laws of england um which is why people don't understand like real conservatives tend to be criminals <laughs> yeah <laughs> because, they're gangsters you know but you know depending on history it, you'll be considered evil or not evil so anyway farrakhan look he's an evil man he hates the jewish people yeah i believe he's confused um you know because he's always trying to straighten his hair i mean just think about this what kind of black man always straightens his hair you know like somebody who doesn't like himself obviously and, and that's the thing about being muslim see now muslims like we we have spoken about before they are the original aryans based on Darwin's studies. So based on Darwin's studies, he claimed that all Muslims were the original Aryans, you know, the Arabs and the people of the Middle East. They're not black. No, they're white, even by American standards. So if you're like, you know what, think about it, right? If you're from the Middle East, it's like you're white. Yeah, they're not Asian. So you're white. You're white. Yeah. Even Indians from India are considered yellow. So that's their yeah. race is yellow. And so Darwin made the distinction that the people of the Middle East, even though it's in Asia, they are the original white people <laughs> called Aryans. Yeah. And, the, and the Muslims, they held on to that. Like it was like, that's their bread and butter. And like they teach that Jesus is white. They teach that Moses is white. They teach, they, they teach everybody in the Bible is white, <laughs> except for you know certain slaves they call them nubians you know because they have to acknowledge sure, that sure yeah is a biblical country but they're the way the muslims see it like ethiopia was just its own little section and they never traveled they just all stayed in ethiopia <laughs> you know but that's what muslims believe and then you know everybody else is white that's just what they believe and that's what they teach and that Stop. makes sense, though, because like when I you know people always think Middle Eastern people are, are brown or all that, but it's like every time I meet people just casually from like Lebanon or from like, you know, uh, even even Saudi, like it's just like, yeah. oh, what? You look white, like you're blonde. And you got blue eyes. Like what? A lot of them do. A even lot of Jews, them. even Hebrews, like you're from Israel. But oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, you, you're white. You're a white man. Yeah, no, but, and the thing is, it, it's, uh, so anyway. Uh, but back to Farrakhan, how does that tie into the, he doesn't like himself. because Oh, well, no, no, no. Hair. See, but here's the thing. Like, so I believe whoever got to him, they say Elijah, Elijah Muhammad was his teacher. Yeah. But he taught him to straighten his hair 
do whatever he can to lighten up his skin. <laughs> you know, like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson didn't like being black either. So, you know, but Michael would... Jackson had vitiligo. Well, that's what they say. That's what he claims. But I believe it was caused from a uh, chemical reaction. He had a genetic mutation based on the chemicals he was putting on his skin. And that's also possible. It can be environmental. Okay. In fact, okay. It is environmental. Yeah. I'm open to hearing that because I actually don't know. Oh, man. Like, let me just say it real quick. A lot quick of people get that. Yeah. Michael Jackson was one of my heroes. But after that latest documentary, I was like, maybe people were right. <laughs> <laughs> I love Michael Jackson. Like, I love Michael Jackson. I don't know who doesn't, right? But yeah. No, well, he, he man, had tiger parents. He did. Huh? Like, his dad would be a tiger dad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Joe Jackson? Time, yeah. You know. that, He's still alive too, which is crazy. Oh, he was abusing me. It's like, bitch, you were like so talented, and he focused you guys, and all you're doing is complaining. Yeah, no, but Michael Jackson was messed up in the head. He just, I mean, no grown man. Oh, children are like children are children. They're nothing special. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has kids. You know, it's it's not that great. But anyway, I mean, it's it's great to have children and see your kids do better than yourself. But beyond that, it's not like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like anything else in life. You have a kid, you have a kid. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird. But, uh, but Michael Jackson's fascination with children was really bizarre <laughs> because, you know. But either way, that's neither here nor there. But going back to Farrakhan, Farrakhan, the main reason why he's evil is because he hates Jewish people. And there is no need for that. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, you know. I think that Jewish hatred. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know why it's even warranted and why people feel that way. Even a lot of identitarians. Well, no, I know people. why. I mean, but th- I don't know because it doesn't say so in the Bible. But just for me, and it's not because I'm black. Because a lot of people say, oh, "Dude, you're black. This is why you're thinking this way." But just based on what the Bible says about the location of of uh, e- the Garden of Eden. It just seems to me that it was Ethiopians, you know, that the people look like Ethiopians because it was literally like a couple of clicks away from Ethiopia, you know, like maybe less than a, a, a mile and a half, like Ethiopia. And it's an entire country and the Garden of Eden is right there. And I'm thinking, how can they not look like Ethiopians if that's like literally the first country in the Bible. So it just, it just makes sense that they would be Ethiopian looking, you know, and then Ethiopians, they don't have like a standard black nose. They have like those pointy noses, you know, like the way white, you know, like those white boys have those pointy noses. Yeah. They're not big and round. Like, yeah, that's, but that's what Ethiopians have. And I'm thinking, yeah, it just kind of makes sense just from what you see of how humans look like and and like the the proliferation of, you know, how Moses was able to just spread, you know, his followers. So if they were all Ethiopian looking and they just had kids from whoever was around, I don't know, it just makes sense that everybody would have came from Ethiopia or you know, where everybody looked like Ethiopians. Well, Ethiopia is mentioned explicitly as it is in Genesis, like Ethiopia, Ethiopia. Yeah, Just no, like but, okay, but here's my point. So mm-hmm. if you're Jewish and you're black and you're Muslim and you're the original Aryan and you're taught that, then it's natural racism. 
Okay. Because that's because again, people don't realize progressive ideology has nothing to do with politics and everything to do with the race. And somehow, some way, the Bible. Yeah, I mean, not that the Quran is the Bible, but it, it stems from the Old Testament as well. Because they, they they read the Old Testament the same way we read, like the Old Testament. Everybody reads the Old Testament, so the Muslims believe they are white. Everybody's white, so they hate their natural enemies, who are the blacks, <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> so the Muslims hate the Jews because of this racial divide. Progressives hate conservatives because progressives really believe the master race is white and conservatives really don't care they're like we don't care we're you know we're christian types and christians Mm. are are you know believe like most christians i know have no they don't even get into the debate of jesus is white or black they don't care they like today's like today's christians they don't care like I, I I talked to this one dude, and he told me he was like, "Yeah, my church, we don't even have a picture of Jesus." Well, I, well, so here's the here. I'm glad you brought that up. Epiphany time, because this is always good to know. Is it possible that progressivism, right, that has not just manifested itself in politics, but the racism behind it, has also led to uh, images of Jesus being propped up, which in my terms, if you let me finish, is idolatry, right? Get putting yeah. a picture of Jesus. Because here's the thing, all the churches I ever go to don't have pictures of Jesus. And in fact, I prefer it that way. I don't want to see a statue of Jesus. I don't want to see a picture of Jesus. There's something that the Bible talks about of altars and idolatry. And it doesn't matter because it's man-made, right? You put an image to it, you identify with that. It's like, no, we need a black Jesus. It's like, it doesn't matter because there's people that actually have a problem with that. They have a problem with the fact that, hey, we claim that Jesus was black or Jesus was white. It's What does it matter? How many times does race come up in the gospels? Like how many, like really, like, or if it does come up, when is it a problem in, in this context, right? Maybe they talk about like Samaritans and talk about Canaanites and stuff, different nations, but after but Christ, race. right, right, right. But after Christ, it doesn't matter anymore. It, it literally says that in the Bible where it's like Jew or Gentile and whatever your national origin is, it doesn't matter. So when people today talk about, Oh, Jesus was white, Jesus was Middle Eastern, like you're missing the point. So do you think that progressivism, because it's so interlaced in Western society has implicitly made its way and caused people to feel racially tribal in order to make them believe that and miss the point, miss the mark. Yeah, exactly. Because they get it from Darwin. Ah, No, because that's the, there's, it's, it's, uh, and see like, cause I know people, Oh, he's a scientist. Like, yeah, but he was a scientist who literally was trying to rank races. Yeah. <clears throat> That's insane. It's like, what kind of scientist does that? <laughs> One that doesn't like himself. No, a mad scientist. You know, it's that simple. Mad scientists do that. That's where the term comes from. A mad, he's a mad scientist. You know, yeah, he is. Frankenstein's monster. You know, I would be so interested in hearing Savage's take on Darwin because scientists, right? Like scientists who are conservative, there's a guy who's the head of the Human Genome Project, Christian, conservative, mm-hmm. right? And he's like a guy who actually believes in like creation, doesn't believe in evolution and all that. And hearing their perspective is always interesting because I think that uh, it's all theory, 
and in like to become a scientist, to become a so-called academic, a PhD, right? You kind of have to go through the system where certain things that have been accepted as uh, scientific theory, not scientific method, but scientific theory is just part of the foundation you build further research on, but it's built on lies. It's built on racism. So when you come out and say, well, no, no, this is what I was learning in school. It's like, well, progressivism took over the academic institution in the early 20th century, but that's what I'm saying. And I want to get that clear to people. It's like, you may have a PhD, but like that doesn't matter. Like, so when, when, I, when I said it's useless, yeah, well, it's useless. When I say savage, I mean, because savage is a conservative, right? And he did all these like botany studies. I'm sure that with his way of approaching things, I don't see how this guy could also be someone who believes in Darwin. I do know he's a Jewish, like he comes from the Jewish faith. Yeah. But he's not religious because, you know, so I, I don't think he has a take on Jesus himself. He's just, have you read that new book that he wrote, God, Faith, and Reason, or something? No, 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 I don't read books. <laughs> no, because you don't want to be influenced. Like, like I love Savage only because I know his history. I know his work. His work is, dude, it's in, like, the it's in, like, three different museums in Europe. Like, people go and, you know, study his work to this day because it, it's, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's the one that discovered, like, uh, like the medicinal uh but well, i guess he did discover many medicinal medicinal purposes of plants you know and i think his research spawned the research at the um scripts you know the uc san diego oceanography department the kellogg script uh department yep uh dude it's amazing like the work they do and it's all because of savage and and i know he doesn't get any credit for it but uh yeah i mean i'm but i don't want to read his stuff because then you know like if you if you want to have an original thought which it's hard to do these days <laughs> it's it's really hard you know no, it, of course but but you read case laws and and all that yeah stuff. but that has not that's just history yeah he like case law is literal history that's where i get my history from is from the case laws and uh, and even that's tainted because it's not really that accurate. It's still just opinions of what was going on. But, you know, kind of like the, see, that's how I see the Bible. I see the Bible as case law because it it's, you know, it's a bunch of laws and it's people's perspective on history and, and what was, you know, there. Because like Jesus was, man, like he would have made a good lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would have. But uh, yeah, so that's how I see the Bible. When, it, when you read the Bible, it's like case law. But like the one book I do have of Savages is uh, Healing, uh, Healing Children Naturally. Healing uh, Children Naturally. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a cool book, man. It, it, it's, it's, just about, it's, it's again, it's, it's his medicinal studies, you know, and then yeah. stuff to heal. Children. And the formula is to monster energy drink or rockstar energy drink. Well, I mean, it doesn't have that. No, but it actually does. Like you could probably. <laughs> you said no, but then wait a minute. It well, does I mean, actually. I mean, but it's not the actual formula, but there's a lot of stuff in this book. I mean, cause it's it, okay. So the book, Okay. Okay. Here's the negative about Savage's book. It's sloppy. It's not like, it's not a clear. Uh, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't edited in a way where it'd be like good literature. It's just like a manual, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. it's uh, so, but it's still 
good like oh man you could do all kind of stuff with his with his book but i mean <laughs> you know uh but you know but something like that it doesn't have any opinions it's just his facts so you know what i mean so i mean there's some opinions this or that or whatever but it's just basic facts on, on his yeah book. that's the one book i have of his is healing children naturally but anything else with his opinions you try not to read it because you know uh, you, you know, it's, well, I don't want to say because he's white, but like the only guys like I really listened to was Sowell or Thomas Sowell. I don't know why I say Sowell, but uh, Thomas Sowell and, uh, and then Ben Carson. And then, you know, I try to listen to Herman Cain, but Jesus, this dude. You, you know? know, I think I see a connection with those individuals because they're not, po they're not political people. They're people who are expertise in their fields. <laughs> and have done very well for themselves, which gives them a perspective that's warranted in truth, right? Because you know how it's easy to just be a pundit, just to think that you can slide right in. It's like, no, nah, Ben Carson's a neurosurgeon. Like, that's what he does, yeah, you no, know? But when you listen to and him speak, yeah. Savage is a botanist and not a, well, yeah, biological plant type guy. And, you know, uh, what's his face? Soul is a econo an economist, one of the best yeah. ever, really, you know, an economist. So hearing these people who are experts in their fields dive in with political opinions is always going to be fascinating. And it's actually always going to be original thought because, yeah, you know what I mean? You're not a journalist reading recycled material. That's probably where you get your original thoughts because you come from a medical background, a law background. So it's but see now Herman Cain now. In theory, he's an expert too. But man, when you listen to him speak, he's just echoing the same recycled material that sounded like somebody gave him a script. And I'm thinking, no, dude, come on. Your entire <laughs> life, you're an old black man and all you're going to say is what Sean Hannity says. I don't want to hear that. that let's that's, let's that's take horrible. it back to people like Jesse Lee Peterson. Because I saw that old video of him on Mar, on Bill Mar, right? And that's yeah. the thing is I think he was harder edged back in the day like in the 90s like because he's been around a long time jesse lee peterson been around for decades you know, well see but went up against al sharpton point. and jesse jackson and all that well, but this is why i like farrakhan more than i do like jesse lee peterson or larry elder or any of those guys it's because and, and i hate to sound like i'm a racist but <laughs> it, it's because you know oh, man. the only people in the united states that are really doing bad are black people everybody else is fine I don't even care. Even the Southeast Asians are doing better than blacks. <laughs> no, but that is horrible. And here's the thing. I believe Farrakhan has done more for blacks as far as teaching conservative thought, like no fooling around, no drugs, no smeak, no smoking, no anal, no gay stuff. <laughs> that was Farrakhan. You know, and, and as much as we hated you know, not me, not we, but as much as I hated him for not hating, uh, for hating, for hating Jews, but he did have a point. It was the Jewish people that was pushing gay, the gay agenda, you know, in this country. It, I mean, look, it, it's the Weinsteins, you know, Harvey Weinstein, uh, uh, you know, the guys from NWA. Yeah. They had, well, NWA is Dre and ice cube and all that. Yeah. And, and uh, the guy that was gay, uh, What's oh, his name? The lead singer guy? Well, no, well, I mean, yeah, but I forgot the little short yeah, dude. No, that's his name. What's his name? Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, no, but anyway, because even even Ice Cube did a song about it called No Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh I no, not Ren. Uh no, no, that's uh let me see what his Easy name is. Easy E. Easy E, that's right. Yeah, so Easy E got AIDS. 
Yeah, he got AIDS and died. That's right. I you saw know, that. Movie. He might have got AIDS for being gay. And then I, Ice Cube made the assertion in a song that Easy E was getting, you know, butt coitus by the <laughs> Jewish guy that was paying him the money. That's right, because they were funded by that record producer in the beginning, yeah, right? Some like Jewish guy, but that was the whole thing, because like Ice Cube, you know, was saying all this stuff, and he was blaming Jews and stuff like that. But the thing is, you can't you can't blame an entire you know ethnic for like a few bad apples. But those few bad apples were running Hollywood, and if you want to see why we have such a decay in this country or around the world, it is because of the Jewish people with money you know like george soros he's a jewish dude you know why is he doing what he's doing it's anti even though he uh, aided nazis back in the day yeah but it doesn't matter if he hates nazis he's still spreading a weird type of see because the thing is like this just because you hate nazis doesn't mean you're not evil no, 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 no. He aided Nazis is what I'm saying. Oh, aided. Oh, he I thought aided you said Nazis. Aided Nazis. Oh, no. okay. No, a lot of people hated Nazis, but it didn't mean that they're not going to be evil themselves. Oh, so yeah, that makes sense that he would He helped Nazis. Nazis. Like he aided Nazis back in the yeah, day. Yeah, okay. Aided, aided. I thought you said hated. But anyway, uh-huh. so, but, but my point is, see, Farrakhan and, and I don't care who it is, Ice Cube, all these guys had a point about the Jewish people making blacks look bad. And, and I believe it's because black people were like the last people to accept, you know, anal sex. It, it's just, it's just not what black people do. Why would the Jews push this agenda? Well, I mean, is it because they have control of, of, of just the mainstream and the entertainment? I mean, there's no denying that. I don't think no, there's a conspiracy. They're suicidal. Look at Woody Allen. Woody Allen is one of those suicidal type of Jewish dudes. I mean, he's like the, if you look at Woody Allen, you'll understand all of the, you know, powerful Jewish people running media and entertainment and whatnot. They all think like Woody Allen, all of them. They're all like all their comedians have the same type of jokes, self-deprecating. And, you know, it's true, mean? actually. Self-deprecating <laughs> is the big thing. No, but and then they have this weird thing about, you know, women, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, they don't know how to act around women. They don't, you know, they're like the ultimate, you know, well, I know you guys say beta, but it has to be like the Zeta males, the Zeta, the, the Omegas, you know, it's the, it's the lowest level of male is what Woody Allen is. And uh, so they get these weird perversions. And it's That's true. I mean, well, with Woody Allen is especially screwed up because I think he married his daughter or some stuff. Yeah, his uh, yeah, something like his Asian stepdaughter. I was like, ah, uh, and she was a minor or something like that. Yeah, it was messed up. He was grooming her from a young age and all that weird stuff. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. That's Hollywood. Like, yeah, his but it's yeah, like the casting couch and all this stuff, and yeah, I mean. It came from Jewish people. I mean, like if you're looking at it from a black perspective, like Ice Cube or somebody, and you're trying to make it in the media, and all these dudes are saying, you know, and they're all Jewish, and like, hey, look, man, you're going to have to suck my cock. Or, you know, those are the types of things you got to do to be famous. And uh, because, like, you know, like that one song, No Vaseline, he's talking about how the dudes were wearing makeup and, 
you know, that's what they're trying to do, make him wear makeup and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, trying to make him effeminate. And then Ice Cube's like, I ain't having none of that. You know what I mean? He's like, but he stuck with his, you know, his image. It's like, no, I'm hard. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing this. This is wrong. So, you know, if you look at it from a black perspective, it's, it's, it's easy to see why you'd be anti-Jew. Because huh. it was the Jewish people okay. that brought a lot of negative, uh, not negativity into the ghettos. I see. I see. You okay, know, so it would have been cocaine or or well, whatever. Is it's, that something that was specific to Louis Farrakhan, or is that something that was taught by Elijah Muhammad back in the day as well? well like the, well, Malcolm well, X. That's the whole point. See, because yeah. think about this, Farrakhan. I mean, if you wanted to avoid getting raped in prison, you got to hang out with a bunch of dudes who weren't having it. It was only the Muslims. And that's what uh, Elijah Muhammad did, you know, he, he, but again, he was working for some racist dude. Uh, yeah, it was like, this is one of the greatest social engineering tactics in the history of, of our humankind, what the Muslims did uh, to the blacks in this country. So, um, but anyway, but the thing is, it's like, think about it. Hey, look, you could avoid all, you know, getting raped and do this and that, but just join our little cult and, and, but that's why they do what they do. So Farrakhan was misguided. He just was, you know? And, uh, so he bought into the progressive ideology and all this other stuff. And guess what happened? He screwed. They killed, uh, Muammar Gaddafi, one of his best friends. And, and they just, uh, yeah, they destroyed his life. I mean, now that he's an old man, now look at him. You know, he's shunned, he's banned, everybody hates him. <laughs> I don't know about everyone. Nation of Islam is still a very growing, huge black movement, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they lost their luster because now they got like, you know, Black Lives Matters has kind of been replacing. Yeah, I don't know. Black Lives Matter, huh? We talked because about think that. about it. Who's really still back in the NOI? Uh, Nation of Islam. No one. I mean, you know, the views turned on them. You know, it's when those, you know, ladies have turned their back. But anyway, so, but I have to respect what, what Farrakhan did because he was the last voice in the black community to, to say like, hey, look, you don't, don't engage in gay sex. Don't do this. Just, just, you know, just marry a woman, be a good father. He was the last, and he had more influence on black people than all of the black conservatives combined. Yeah, that's true. Because if there was one thing that saved, oh, it's hard for me to admit this. I read this somewhere, but if there was one thing that saved the family unit, it wasn't church in the black community. It was the nation of Islam. Yeah. And from it's welfare. Sad. Yeah, I know, right? Because it wasn't the church because you, like you said that already, like there were single moms in the church and all that. Like the one thing that got people to maintain the nuclear family unit was Farrakhan's advice, Farrakhan's teachings to the black community. And I said that in my video and people are like, I guess people missed that. And I'm like, he helped black people in prisons. He kept the family unit together for a lot of families, regardless of his outlooks. You would say that that's good for black people now, isn't it? it but see, that's the thing. And I, I, the reason why I grouped Farrakhan from my perspective, the same way I grouped conservatives who will just tell the facts as it is, like black people commit most of the crimes and everything, is because Farrakhan acknowledged that that was a problem. 
Now, did he do it in the in the Christian conservative way? No, but it was the same deal with Islam. Like, don't do this. You know, well, he did it in a he did it in a more conservative way, though, because he what? told everybody dress up in your suits, comb your hair. And, you know, but he was putting goop in it. See, because here is the problem <laughs> with Farrakhan. He was straightening his hair. See, and if he wasn't so anti-Jewish and just was OK with being black. You know, he would have been more effective. But I mean, I, I don't want to say like Christ. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I don't want to say like Christianity would have changed him because who knows what, you know, because look at look at what's his name. Al Sharpen, he's a Christian. His hair is straight as fuck. <laughs> Seriously, he straightens his hair like, man, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Jackson. Yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, so Jesse Lee Peterson, as much as he, okay, so and this is like a fault with a lot of Chris, just not Jesse Lee Peterson. A lot of these preachers, it's about themselves. It's not about their work. It's not about, you know, their belief, like, see, Farrakhan, I believe uh, he was more because he could have done more to be on TV if he really wanted to. But he shared the mm -hmm. mic like when he did the Million Man March, he had Christian leaders with him. He was like the only Muslim speaking. Everybody else was Christian, you know. But the thing is, it's like these Christian leaders were like Jesse Jackson, Jesse Lee Peterson. All of these preachers or, you know, men of God or Jesus or whatever, it was about themselves. And that was the whole thing. Like Farrakhan knew, it's like, you know what, if I'm going to be helping black people, I have to share with everybody else. But then when the other people took the mic or did, went on their own way, it was all about them. Like Jesse Jackson, I know he's not a conservative, but his own son is in trouble with the law. Why? Because he's crooked. Right. So everybody around Jesse Jackson's crooked. Now with Jesse Lee Peterson, he has no examples to follow. What has he done? You know, like his group helped how many people? A hundred, 150. Well, it's all about rebuilding fathers and men. I'm not too familiar. No, but that's with my it. point. See, now if you look at the sheer numbers, because Farrakhan and Jesse Lee Peterson have the same amount of, of resources, same amount of, you know, media coverage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, Farrakhan doesn't have his own show, but Jesse Lee Peterson does. Mm -hmm. So how can he not reach so many people? Because I'm telling you now, black people are probably the most religious people on the planet. But I have I have a theory here that I think that you may agree or disagree with. Jesse Lee Peterson. Really awesome, I, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, because honestly, state of the art always bugs me for some reason. <laughs> sorry, I know. This no, no, is for, no, no, no. for our no, listeners. No. For our listeners, I don't say this if I was just talking to you. But Jesse Lee Peterson, I think the reason for the reach as far as influence in the black community being shy of what Farrakhan has done, even though they're both relatively the same age. Jesse Lee Peterson, about 10, 15 years younger, but um, is because of the fact that he, the way he communicates his message mm -hmm. sounds like it's very, like, it doesn't sound very pro-black, almost like he's sympathetic to white people, too sympathetic, right? Like, you know, because he, like, the way Farrakhan goes about aiding the black community is different, right? 
Jesse yeah. Lee Peterson comes more from the whole if black people weren't so lazy, we wouldn't have these problems. Or if black people stop being victims, then you you wouldn't have this. And he's gotten a lot of white support. He's got white people that work from a lot. But Louis Farrakhan is very what? Pro pro black. Almost to no, the point of he's very anti white. <laughs> right, the right. So are devils. <laughs> <laughs> he says things like that. You know, so what, what I'm trying to say is that could me that could probably implicitly uh not gain you as many supporters in the black community or even respect just based on that notion alone regardless of what you stand for like jesse lee peterson is more likely to give white people an excuse which could be warranted but that's what farrakhan wouldn't do you see what i mean yeah no but you're exactly right yeah see because it's 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 uh yeah, that that's uh, he no, says but, that but, he went on Bill Maher's show, and this he's been saying this for like 30, 40 years. Where he's like, if black people weren't so lazy, we'd be better off now. And then you have all your Jesse Jackson people getting up on their feet and like, what? Hi, counselor. Yeah, did you hear? No, I only know because you start looking around. You know, like, no, 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 I did no because she goes hi, and I'm thinking no one's gonna hear that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> mouse, hi. but anyway, or Minnie Mouse, I should say. No, but going back to what you just said. But remember, every single rapper, not every single, but um, a good, a lot of rappers started talking that same crazy stuff too about white people are the devil, da 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 da. And, and he was more influential because Jesse Lee Peterson, he is not the type of person who's going to put blame on other people. But you have to like, and this is the difference, like, and this is, again, I'll say this about all Christians. If you're not willing to say what the problem is, then you're ineffective. And I'm not saying, cause, cause, gosh darn it, because I don't want to sound like I hate gays, because I really don't care. Like for me personally, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't matter to me. If you want to do it in the butt, I don't care. Go ahead and go for it. But because it doesn't affect me personally. That's why I know I'm going to go to hell because I really don't care. But if you're a Christian, there, like, look what happened to Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway literally said that being gay was not natural. It's not the way to go. And he goes, look, I don't care. I'm never going to accept it. That's what he said that. Tim Hardaway, he was a very famous Golden State warrior. Uh, very, you know, he was on the dream team, but then he gave up his spot for Magic Johnson. He was literally on the original dream team, but he gave it to Magic Johnson, mm -hmm. you know, just because it was Magic Johnson and whatnot. So, but he was on the second dream team. Anyway, he was banned from all NBA activities for his belief of being, and he caved in, he goes, okay, I don't mean it anymore. You know, but that's the thing. If you are, if you believe in something, then you shouldn't back away from that thought. Because I know, like, one of your good friends, he's gay. One of, look, I have a oh. lot of my good friends are gay, too. And I tell them all the time, I was like, you know, it's not healthy. But I don't say it because I'm a Christian or believe in God. I just say it because I worry about their health. <laughs> because I'm thinking, dude, you guys can't poop right. You know what I mean? Because when you get older, you're going to have a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, and they always got to worry about getting cancer. And I said, come on, do you think it was really worth it? And then they go, yeah, da, da, da. I mean, but it's personal for them. But the thing is, without, I mean, because there has to be a way to tell somebody, you know what, just do oral. 
you know, like if, if that's what you guys got to do, if you hate women that much, I don't care. Just stick to oral. Just don't do certain things. But you can't pretend that one lifestyle is, is okay because it's not. Because it's it just, you know, I mean, Jesus, like when you really think about, you know, it's kind of like being hood. You know, like whenever I see all these people, I'm like, dude, yeah, come on, man, pull up your pants. Well, I don't want to say pull up your pants. I don't want to sound like old, but I always tell everybody, look, read a book. You know, don't, don't read a comic book. Don't read a book on opinions. Read a real book with facts. And that's what Christians don't do. See, conservative black men don't do that. All they say is, put oh, fix yourself fix it's 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 but it's it's more than that you just can't you can work as hard as you can and being yeah. black it ain't gonna work because the police treat you differently when you go to a store people treat you differently when black people go to a restaurant everybody knows they're not gonna tip <laughs> but it's the truth it's like because it, it's it's blacks get treated differently and the thing is, the only way to change that is by, because just like Europeans, Europeans don't, don't tip. You know, when Asians first came here, they never tipped. But guess what? You can change your perception. Now everybody knows Asians are the best tippers. Why? Because they assimilated. Not that blacks need to assimilate, but man, they got to assimilate to the 2019 versus. Are you serious? Black people don't tip? Hell no, they don't tip. It's like, my <laughs> God. It's like the worst. Oh man. And you would know being in that restaurant yeah, the industry. Yeah, no, they're the worst tippers. They they tip like that. Okay, so Asians tip like 30%. When you go to the Ooh. bar, they tip heavy. Maybe because they can't hold their liquor too well, but man, when they when they start two drinks, boom, they're throwing money, just throwing money. <laughs> and uh and then God, okay, so Persians don't tip. So blacks are the worst tippers. Persians are way bad. And then it, uh, white people, eh, it depends. Like if you got rich white people, they won't tip at all. They want everything for free. And so they're like. Don't you know who I am? I'm the owner of Microsoft. He's you know like, I, mean? I don't care. You, know, you can pay. No, oh my God. I, could, uh, I think I did tell you the story about Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah, the charity yeah. event. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, no, but none of those fools tip. But my, we don't need a tip because he paid 50. You know, 50K is like, bam. It's like, no, but it was cool, you know? Yeah, that was a good uh, thing to And do. for a daytime event, oh, my God. I mean, a lot of people go, dude, that's 50. That's not this. Like, yeah, but you're talking about it was lunchtime. It but was, I just mean like the average rich people that go into a restaurant and they think that they're entire because it's like they're like, when you're rich, everything comes free. Your airline miles, your food and everything. Yeah. So just don't tip. See, but again, I that comes from progressive thought. Because when you're a racist, you honestly feel these entitlements. So that's why you could honestly, because the you know your the listeners are gonna say, "Drag, you literally just said all these stereotypes. You saying blacks are cheap and Persians are are cheap, but Asians are the best temper. That's all stereotypes." I was like, "Yeah, but that's not racism. That's just me telling you facts based on what I've seen." And uh, so. Are stereotypes racist? Like, no, stereotypes are jokes based on the truth. <laughs> That's how I see stereotypes. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a distinct difference from racism and stereotypes. 
You know, like it's a stereotype that black dudes have big penises. No black man ever complains about that stereotype, but they complain about this stereotype about being cheap or committing crime or, you know what I mean? Or having a low low IQ. They get mad at that, but they don't get mad about knowing how to dance. No, like, (laughs) oh yeah, all blacks have rhythm. All blacks have big penises. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm thinking, niggas, please. You you guys just don't know. Like, those are all bad stereotypes. (laughs) But you should want to be known for having... Asians Asians in the progressive area are sick of the smart stereotype. Being smart is awesome. That's the Mandarin thing. Yeah. No, no, but that's... It's insane. That is... You just blew my mind. That's what you were talking about, about the flip. Yeah, they're actually they're at the top, but they're ashamed of being smart. And I think that one day, unless we do something, Asians might end up being in the hood. Well, but that's why I was showing you those those hood rat videos. Oh my god, it makes sense now. It took me a day to to see what you're saying. Now I I, I get it. Now I get it. Worse, but here's my point. I honestly believe, just based from what I'm reading in the Bible, that God somehow, some way. And I don't even think it's God, because like I said yesterday, I believe Jesus is better than God because, you know, like you, the kids have to be better than your parents. So, but they're all I, one. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about right, go that, ahead, but, go ahead, but go ahead. my thing is just from a scientific standpoint and not, not a religious standpoint, but just from the science of things and how genetics works and everything else and, you know, just basic progression. I believe that rich people are given these talents, you know, because we're not equal. I believe that God made us unequal on purpose, but he never told us anything until Jesus says something. Hey, look, you guys got to take care of that little retarded dude, you know, that can't walk. And that's what you're supposed to do with your money or that's, and the only way to get money is through education in this time. So I believe that if you have a high education and the ability to make a lot of money, it's your responsibility to take care of the weak. That's what you're supposed to do. So instead of taking care of the weak, what did black people do back then when they have were number one? They and they wanted to be white or whatever. And they turned their back on religion and they just started falling, 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 falling. And now Asians are at the top. And they might be falling unless something is there. They are going to be falling because they don't want to help other people. They don't want to help. They're, they're ashamed of their abilities. Oh, this is making and so much sense. You're ashamed of your abilities. How are you going to help anybody when oh, you're ashamed man. to do it? When you're rich, when you're powerful, when you're educated, you're supposed to help the stupid dude. But if you don't help that stupid dude and you're ashamed to show everybody how smart you are because there's some kind of shame attached to being smart, Guess what? That stupid dude is not being helped, and that goes against your religion. <laughs> and that's okay. the paradox. I'm telling that's, you. That no, no, that's a good way to wrap it up there because I gotta get going. But that's a good. That's a good. You actually just blew my mind right there. We gotta continue that. Wow. See, guys, if you're listening to this, there's an arc to all these episodes because now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Ah. Well, you know, the funny thing is there's a lot of paradoxes in science and there's a lot of paradoxes in the Bible, but it's not the paradox isn't in the Bible itself. It's in the behavior of people. 
that's the paradox because it's i'm telling you now oh yeah the greatest paradox is, is god saying hey i'll give you all this if you remain obedient and then people no but they're not obedient because they're taught not taught but they are ashamed because that's what progressive see because it's i don't i mean because i don't want to sound like a religious nut but <laughs> it's bizarre to me that there's two ideologies one progressive the other non-progressive the progressive ideology is based on racism da 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 and that tool is very effective into getting the people on top not to believe in god or believe in whatever it is that they believe in and it's very effective to get the people on the bottom not to feel that way either because they got nothing yeah and then and, and if, if you're in a, if you're a christian dude and you believe that since you're at the bottom, that people from the top are supposed to help you, because that's what it says in the Bible. <laughs> and they just walk on by you. <clears throat> Come on. You're not going to believe in God either. You know what I mean? Wow. So the weak don't believe in God. Nobody believes in God. Nobody does. Oh, that's, but that's a good way to, to put it there. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. I think that that concludes this episode. We're going to dive into it in further detail tomorrow. So thanks for listening, guys.